love the <clears throat> story today of the deaf man because it's so weird. Everything about it is weird. There's so many, I mean, from the sticking of the fingers into the ears and then randomly spitting, touching the man's tongue, groaning. And there's, but there's, there's an even a weirder distinction that I don't know if you picked up on. I didn't pick up on it until this year. So 14 years of priesthood, 41 years of life, I didn't pick up on until. It's very, very minute detail, but it's interesting. It says that he left the region of Tyre to go to the Sea of Galilee by the way of Sidon. I, look, it's amazing. You guys don't look shocked enough. It, this is what's so bizarre about this. I looked at a, a map of ancient Israel. Tyre, the Sea of Galilee is straight east of Tyre. Sidon is straight north, like a hundred miles. So, again, you, you guys aren't looking shocked. It would be like this. It would be like if I said to you all, like, hey, I'm going to Minneapolis. And you're like, great. And I'm like, and I'm going to go through, I'm, I'm going to make my way to Minneapolis through Minot. It doesn't make any sense. And the apostles had to be like, Jesus, you said you were going to Galilee. Uh-huh. Why are we going north? Because we have to go to Sidon to get to Galilee? Yes. Why? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And so, unless you look at it this way, do you guys remember the story of the woman at the well? John chapter 4, just head nods. Okay. The woman at the well, right, is in Samaria. Jesus is going from Galilee down to Jerusalem, and his apostles are like, it's going to take, you know, a few extra days. Because we have to go around Samaria. Because Jews don't go through Samaria. Jesus said, no, we're going right into it. Why? Not because he wanted to break political and cultural boundaries. He went to Samaria to meet that woman. That's the only reason he went there. Why? Because he knew that if she found out about him, she was going to tell the world. The only reason he went to that well in Samaria was to meet that woman. And I would make the same argument. The reason he went to Galilee through Sidon was to meet this guy. Why? My guess? Because he wants us to know he will do whatever it takes to meet us. To encounter us. Like, you can't make Jesus go out of his way to encounter you. He will do whatever it takes. Ultimately, I mean, he shows it through his travels. He shows us ultimately on the cross. Nothing will stop him from encountering you and healing you. Actually, one thing will stop him from doing that. You. Now, there's a few things you should notice because this brings us up to the encounter, right? The first thing is, is the obvious, right? He's blind, okay? Or I mean deaf. He's deaf. He can't hear. But it's not just this physical deafness. We're meant to always see a spiritual significance in the scriptures. There is a spiritual deafness too that you and I have. We can't hear the word of God correctly. When you do, I've, been, I've done this in my life on my 30-day silent retreat 
where I went deep, like really deep. And I lived on this different level. And it's incredible. It's like hearing things at a different pitch. When, I don't know if I told you this story, but when I was in seminary, I had this summer institute and we had a teacher. His name was Father Larry. <clears throat> Fascinating old, like really old Jesuit. But super smart, super holy. Because the Jesuits are either super smart and super holy or they're just crazy. Right? There's no middle ground with them. <clears throat> this was a good one. <clears throat> and, but he was blind. And so I was, I was late for class, if you can imagine that. And I'm running at top speed, right, across campus. And all of a sudden I just stop, right, because I'm like, why am I running? He's blind. He doesn't know if I'm there or not, right? So I went and got a coffee, had some breakfast, showed up really late, right, like tiptoed in. I was super quiet. Got to my chair, sat down. And he just, he was teaching, all of a sudden he just stopped. And he like, just head up and he's like, you're late, sit down, don't let it happen again. And I'm like, what? How did he see, he can't see. I was with, this is like a 200 person auditorium. So afterwards I went up and I, I was thinking about the rest of class. I went up and I talked to him, I'm like, oh, Father, I'm sorry, I should have known better. He's like, what do you mean you should have known better? I'm like, well you blind guys. You can hear better because you can't see. You know, like one, you know, goes up, one sense. And he's like, that's not true at all. He's like, but what I have learned to do is listen. He said, I listen at a much deeper level than most people do. And in that moment, I was like, that's faith. When we listen at a different level than most people do. So many people don't hear the word of God because there's so many voices. There's so many things that are competing and distracting you. You remember when Elijah encounters God on the mountain? You remember that head nods again? Okay, all just because I'm not getting a whole lot of head nods. And you guys don't read your Bibles and I always have to do this. It could save us a lot of time in the homily if everybody read the scriptures. But Elijah is up on the mountain and he's encountering God and there's this huge wind and hurricane and smashing of rocks and it says God wasn't in the wind. And then there's a violent storm and fire and it says God wasn't in the fire. And then there's like a tornado and all this craziness says God wasn't there. And then it says, and then there was a tiny whispering voice. And Elijah hid himself. God is in the silence. How do you hear it when it's drowned out by so many distractions? And when you can't hear and you don't understand you, the result of that, it's the same with the deaf man. You can't speak. Think about this just for a second. How many Catholics can speak the word of God with clarity and confidence to those they encounter in their lives? Or how many times do all of you feel like you're backed into a corner and on the defensive and don't really know what to say when somebody pushes back against you with questions in the faith? We're mute. Why? Because we're deaf. <laughs> you don't seem as excited as I am. When you, actually, the first thing, 
The first thing that we need to do in our lives is the first thing that Jesus does with the deaf man. Does anybody remember? What's the first thing in the miracle that happens today? What, is, what does Jesus do with the deaf man? You can raise your hand. He takes yes, he takes him away alone. It says he, he takes him away from the crowd. Why is that important? Because that's what's deafening the man. The voices. And it's just a cacophony of voices out there right now competing for your heart. And Jesus is saying, come away from the crowd. And then he does these really, really weird things. What we see is weird. Right? He takes his finger. It's almost, I kind of laughed about it when I was thinking about it. Because you know, he's like, ee, you know. <laughs> like tickling the man's ears or something. Like it's just strange. But it's not strange if you think about the fact that the man is deaf. What can Jesus not do with him? He can't talk to him. And so he uses in a way his own sign language. He takes his fingers and says, I'm going to fix your hearing. And I'm going to let you speak. And then he looks up and groans as if to say, and it's coming from above. This miracle is coming from heaven. And then he spits, which is a strange thing, again, unless you know the ancient culture. Saliva in the ancient cultures was seen to have healing remedy, healing property. So what's Jesus saying to this guy? I'm going to heal you. But he's doing it through sign language. His own type of sign language, if you will. And when he speaks those words, Ephatha, be open. The man can hear. Why? Because God's word is creative. When God says, let there be light, there's light. When God says to the storm, quiet, it's quiet. And when God says to the deaf man, be open, his ears are open. And once he can hear, and he can hear Jesus clearly, he can speak. This story why Jesus encountered this man was for us. It wasn't for him. It was for us. What's he telling us this morning? Get away from the crowd. Get into the silence and I'll heal you. And when you can finally hear me and your deafness is removed, then you'll be able to speak. Then you'll be able to evangelize the world. But it all starts with getting away from the crowd. You and I need to turn off the news and turn on a Bible study. We need to turn off Netflix, open a book. That's a novel idea. A book. Like a real book. Not a Kindle book. Start praying daily. Going to Mass. Trust me, you want silence? I pray in here often. This is a quiet place. Read the catechism. Here's one. Get rid of cable. Be open to the word of God. And say goodbye to the crowd. And you will finally understand that the quiet, there's a quiet voice that has been speaking to you for a long time. But you've been so distracted. 
But when you hear it, when you hear it for the first time, then you will no longer be deaf. But you will finally be able to hear. And once you can hear, then you can speak.